With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome, 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 welcome in. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. And, um, you know, I, I, think it's, I think it's interesting here that the trade deadline has come and gone. And, um, you know, Portland parted ways with Norman Powell. Excuse me, Portland gets Norman Powell. They parted ways with Gary Trent and uh, Rodney Clark. Chicago a team that we thought was rebuilding apparently has now decided how they want to rebuild, right? Where they get uh, Nikola Vucevic and Al Farouk Aminu. Uh, and they send away, send away Wendell Carter. Evan Fournier goes to Boston. 
Boston gives up two first round picks and Aaron Gordon goes to Denver. And so you're starting to see teams kind of gear up. The, the Clippers actually traded Lou Williams for Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Clippers needed a point guard and Lou Williams, who doesn't make a ton of money, but does get a ton of buckets. Now all of a sudden he's gone. So th- this is, look, all these teams have one thing in common. The teams that are, you're either making a move because you're trying to be bad and get young and young assets or draft picks, or you're trying to make a, take a step in the playoffs, right? I mean, these, these are kind of obvious things and the Lakers, you know, Lakers obviously didn't make a move. They still need rim protection. They're going to wait on Marcus Saul to get healthy, but the fact that they didn't make a move one, I'm sure the market for them is a little bit different and trickier than it is for other people. But I also think it's fair to say that they may not know exactly what they have because they haven't really been together most this year. Right? The Clippers have known they needed a point guard since last year. Right? Remember they tried to talk Darren Collison out of retirement before the Lakers tried and talk Darren Collison out of retirement? And they could never solve that point guard problem. They never solved that leadership problem. So instead you have Rondo, who's like a, another Ty Lue. That, that whole interaction will be fascinating. Fascinating. And then, of course, Rondo and everybody's going to wait on playoff Rondo. But the question because is, does playoff Rondo still exist at this age, considering how, how much and how he'll be used? And, and how long do you wait for playoff Rondo? And does playoff Rondo make up for the fact you're losing all the scoring of Lou Williams? But they all have one thing in common, that they see the potential to win it all. You wouldn't make these moves unless you thought you had a shot. And you know what? It's not crazy to think you have a shot. The Lakers are not healthy, have not been healthy, and frankly, aren't a perfect team. They're a better, they're a better group in terms of, you think, talent-wise on paper than they had last year, but that, that does not a team make. And remember, last year, they weren't the most talented team. They might not have even been the best team in the bubble, but they survived. And by the time they got to playing in the Western Conference Finals, they didn't have to play the Clippers. They didn't have to play the Bucks, And they built it on defense. And, and they had great fortitude because of the, 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 the times that we were facing. But this is really... Man, is that interesting. Interesting. Um... Rondo goes to the Clippers. Wow. You know, and Lou Williams is back in Atlanta. Where he can, he's got his own signature wings in Magic City. I think that's the most appropriate trade of all time, right? Rondo back in LA and Lou Will back in, in Atlanta. And Lonzo Ball stands pat. Does not get traded. So, um, you know, you, you, you could tell the, the Cavs and Andre Drummond will work out a buyout. That means they couldn't trade him. Uh, we haven't seen if J.J. Redick was traded yet. There was talks with him in Dallas. Otherwise, that'll be a buyout. And, uh, and we wait and see what other shrapnel is left. By the way, college basketball note, Lon Kruger retired from Oklahoma. Um, he had taken Oklahoma and Florida to the Final Four. Kansas State, his alma mater, he took to the lead eight. My dad actually coached him at K-State. So, um, do, we, do we have Bayer DeSager? 
I, I didn't. I, uh, buyer. Buyer's back. What's up, Buyer? How you doing, hey, buddy? Hey, doing well. How are you? Did you enjoy your day off? I was actually in last night with Mike Harmon uh, oh. on the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Yeah, because Jason was out. So that's, that's where I was. We, last I was night. driving and I heard you and I thought, I was like, Who's that idiot? You know? No, I was like, That's Buyer. <laughs> I thought they were playing sound or something. Oh. I didn't. I, I didn't. It was, I was in and out. Uh, I was on a phone conversation. I was in and out of the car and I was like, Man, is that. Yeah. Honey, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't know how he's got a job. Oh, no. No, we had a good time last night, though. Um, okay, so your initial thoughts on the – my initial thoughts are I, I guess I like what Denver did. I don't know – again, like Aaron Gordon – I have no idea what Aaron Gordon looks like on a good basketball team and where he fits in on that good basketball team. I just know he's super talented, but you, you had to play him, I guess, at the four opposite, opposite Jokic – Gives him a big-time athlete, obviously. I don't know how he fits in with how they play defensively, but that one's in, that one's interesting to me because sure. Denver is one of those lurking teams. Keeps JaVale McGee away from other teams that may be interest, that would have been interested in him as well. I, I, I can't tell you the exact ins and outs and how Denver's going to utilize him, although, or in Gordon, that is. Although, if I am a Nuggets fan and knowing how these last couple of seasons, you know, have ended in, in losing to the Blazers two years ago and then last year to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, to make moves gets you excited and to not lose, you know, your core and your star guys. Uh, that's whether it works or not, it I think is a completely separate story considering that technically, if you want to say they haven't made the NBA Finals, you know, they haven't gotten there the last two years. I'm all for it. I, I love that when teams are like, all right, let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's give it a shot. Lakers are, you know, who knows, uh, with LeBron's health and Anthony Davis and the Clippers seem to, you know, have some maybe some infighting. Yeah, go for it. Why not? Yeah, and, and the I like the Evan Fournier deal to the, the Celtics, but it's weird. The Celtics have been such a dysfunctional mess. It does. Yeah. It makes a little bit more sense just because you can sit there and go, uh, okay, I, I get it now. Maybe those guys were in a bad place. Be- they, were, they were in a bad place because um, they they didn't know their future and they knew somebody was, they thought somebody was going to get moved. Yeah, there's, just to see the outlay of, of teams that are making moves. And it's funny because last night uh, with Mike Carmen, we had Kurt Heelan on uh, from Basketball Talk and NBC Sports. And I, I wondered if the, the 7-10 play-in tournament would play a role in the trade deadline, and it obviously has. I mean, with you know the the Bulls making deals, Celtics separate matter just because they're in the eighth spot and things aren't going well right now. But teams that were in that spot, specifically Chicago, are also trying to make moves to uh, improve themselves and trying to uh, you know to uh, to get into that top ten of each conference or at least even move up even more throughout the season. Oh, and Doug, we just. Uh, we actually have some breaking news here uh, just coming in. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Uh, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that the Rockets are trading Victor Oladipo to the Miami Heat. Ooh, see, now we're, now we're talking. The, the, yeah, is, is Victor Oladipo good anymore? Um, I'd say he's good. I would say he was really good. Yes. But I'll say that he's not the same. Correct. 
Correct. And the Heat fall into this group. You know, the Sixers made a minor deal. They got George Hill in a three-team trade. But, uh, you know, Bucks did the P.J. Tucker deal a little while ago. Utah got Matt Thomas from Toronto today. Those top teams aren't making any huge deals. It's middle-of-the-pack squads in the conference that are seemingly making these uh, these big moves. So when, what went, do we know what went back to No, to not, uh, not, uh, not immediately as I'm sitting here uh, just checking out the the news as it flies by. But right now, yeah, Woj is the first one to uh, to get that one. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Murray, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Murray. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Thurow Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jamar Jefferson joins us, who, of course, uh, starred at, at Oregon State for three years and now getting ready for the upcoming NFL draft. Jamar, how are you? I'm good, and you? Good, man. Um, you're getting ready for this thing. Meanwhile, the basketball team's doing incredibly well. Uh, they, were, they were picked last in the pack. They finished sixth. Now they're in the Sweet 16. What do you think about the Hoopers doing so well? I think they're doing great. You know, this offseason... Uh, I've seen them working um, really hard. You know, it was in the gym all day um, before the season and always uh, doing extra drills, running outside. So they deserve it. They deserve it. Um, all right. For you, for you, take me take me through the – you didn't have to leave this year, but you've started since you were a freshman. Take me through the process of deciding you want to you try the NFL. Um, uh, when I first got to Oregon State, uh, I told my position coach, Coach Petrie, that uh, my dream was to come out. I uh, played three years and into the the draft. And um, after I said that, he said, "Yes, I can do that for you. I I can help you." And he told my parents that. And um, so that's always been something on my mind since I uh, started going to college. What's What's it been like having such personal success, but the team struggling? How, how have you dealt with that? Uh, it's been. Um, it's been I'll say fifty fifty, you know. I was playing good, but you know, I'm I'm I like to win, so I'm more of a winner than getting um personal accolades or anything. So it was great. It was it was good to have, you know, yards and you know, uh career highs and things like that, but at the same time, yeah, well we were trying to win and it was yeah, you know, it was hard to cope with that. Jamar Jefferson joining us, Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. How do you show the NFL that you can catch the ball at the back? You only had, you know, nine receptions this year. How do you show? Because in order to play in the league, you got to do pass pro, right? You got to catch yeah. the ball out of the league, uh, uh, catch the ball out of the backfield. How do you show that when you don't have it on game tape? Uh, definitely, I'm, I'm definitely be showing that on my my pro day, April first. Uh, so they will all see that I can catch the ball, I can run routes. If they want me to go out and uh, go at receiver and do some receiver routes, I can also do that too. So I'll definitely be showcasing that on April first. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. It's crazy though, right? That that uh, that you got to show guys things that you didn't get a chance to do in in the pros. What's reasonable? What what's a reasonable spot in terms of a round and spot of that round? You think you sh- you're going to go in the draft? I honestly think around the second or third round, uh, I should go around there. Um, 
But yeah, honestly, around second, third round, um, if I run, if I go, if I have a, if I perform really well on April first, uh, run a good forty. You mentioned like your your forty time. Um, how much how much is there to learn in terms of the art of running the forty? Right, it's not just about your football, your field speed. It's different. Take us through the what you have to learn in order to run a good 40, which has nothing to do with what it takes to be fast in a football field. Yeah, it's very different from um, being a football football player. It's like you're transitioning into a track player. That's what my speed coach told me. Like, you're not running, you're run, not running a football 40 like a football player. You have to turn into a track star and learn all the techniques of getting out of your start and exploding out of your start and having low hill recovery while getting out on your um your forty start. So that's something I've been, you know, working on since January fourth. Um and top end speed and having high knees and um uh pushing through the ground, stuff like that. It's very different from, you know, running a ball and playing football. So Okay, so what's your what's your start like? You did you try an explosive start? Do you try and start low? What are you thinking when you're starting? Uh our coach always close to us to, you know, explode out the start and stay low and keep your head down throughout your drive phase. It's amazing. And how you doing? Like, have you seen your times get better and better? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, when I first got out there, you know, I ran it. They had us run it. I was running, like, you know, with no technique and running like a football player and it wasn't good. Mid 4-4, low 4-4. When you see, there. Have you seen the who is the line the linebacker out of Penn State? What did he run today was a four three. Michael, what, what did he run? What guys? What did, he ran a four three. Dude, a big linebacker yeah. two 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 twenty two thirty running four yeah. three. I know that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's those, crazy. those big boys running. Like, I mean, dudes that are built like that running like that is is absolutely, positively insane. Hey, Jamar, listen, we wish you the best of luck. Obviously, love, uh, love watching you play in the Orange for Oregon State. and Can't wait to see where you, where you go next. Thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's a stud running. That's a good player right there. Really good. It's one of those you, you look at, at their team and sometimes you look at the numbers, you're like, look, when you're behind a bunch, you know, they won five games two years ago. This year... They only won two, but they played seven, right? In, in the state of Oregon, massive amounts of shutdown, so it's really hard to tell. But Jamar Jefferson could go. Good, solid running back. And he's got to show he can be a three-down back, not just a running back. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. All you got to do is uh, call 888-FARMERS to switch. You could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings. Um, uh, $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? That is uh, survey data July to December 2020. We are farmers. So what happens before a divorce, right? What, what happens is there, there's some level of 
of dysfunction. Sometimes there's distrust, right? People are mistrust. People don't trust each other. And oftentimes, like, then there's arguing. You don't get divorced because of the arguing. And, and you know, when you have kids, you don't want to argue around the kids, but it just, if you're not in a good place with each other, it does spoil over and it does become, you know, it's really hard to, to hide it, right? So if you start arguing with one another, a lot of times it's like, what's underneath the surface, right? What's underneath the surface? I've done enough therapy in my life to know that that's what therapy therapists will tell you about anything. You know, so what's, what's underneath there? Dig deeper. Tell me what's really wrong, right? Um, Lindsay uh, Theory, who, of course, is uh, a writer for ESPN.com. She covers the Rams. She said, in the span of two seasons, routine coach and quarterback sideline squabbles turned into one-sided shouting matches with McVay no longer holding back. Two opposite personalities that once worked harmoniously no longer meshed. Goff's thumb injury allowed McVay to start a different quarterback late in the season. Then, coupled with Matthew Stafford's request for a trade, the Detroit Lions proved to be the end of Goff in L.A. Sean got more involved, was tougher on Jared, and didn't realize he uh, and and didn't realize he wasn't building him back up. Goff, of course, complained to others about McVay and vice versa. The two wouldn't sit down often enough to hammer the issues out. A league source said it gradually became hostile with McVay cussing out Goff and Goff would feel crushed. So, um, so, so the way I, the way I look at this is a couple things. We are as coaches who we were coached by or who we worked for. Like it's, it's one of the things that, when I coach people, when I coach kids, you know, the two people I, two or three people I sound like and feel like are Eddie Sutton, my college coach, and my dad, who is a coach, you know, and I dial back some of the energy of my dad, but I still have it. And, you know, I, I love the, the dryness and matter of factness of my college coach, but I try and do it on a younger kind of relatable level, but you hear their voices and the same things they were sticklers for, you become a stickler for. The same thing that irritated them, irritates you. It's what happens. It's what happens with your parents. Have you ever tried this where you, you're, Ramos knows this, he has kids. Uh, Buyer's about to find this out. They're about, you guys are close, right, Buyer? Like really, really close, aren't you? Like a week away close? Actually, he just left. But he, he just left because they're going to have a baby this one. No, how, six, how far away? Are you, huh? Yeah, about uh, six weeks or so. Six weeks away. So this is what, like in your mind, you'd be like, I don't want to sound like my dad. I don't want to sound like my dad. I don't want to sound like my mom. I don't. And right. And then all of a sudden, you you know, for me, it's like, hey, it's Harper Grace. They're like, I know what's your name? Right. That was something my, my dad would do. You know, like where you're just looking at somebody, you know, your child's name. Like they don't even my kids don't even look alike. If I find the dad of all these kids, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to give him a talking to. No, seriously, they don't look alike, but you'll look right at one of them and you'll say the other one's name. Like, why? Did, I don't know. My dad. I feel like my dad. I feel like my dad. You know, when I don't know. Uh, when I say like, oh, he didn't want that smoke. And then my 15 year old daughter and uh, or 14, about to be 15 year old daughter and 12 year old son who just turned 12 when they. You know, they'll sit there and go like, hey, dude, 
You know, you don't know how to use, you don't know how to use that. You don't know how to change that setting on your phone. They start just talking down to you like you're the dumbest human being on earth. No, I don't know how to change it. We just change the setting and just show me how to do the, to, to record something on my screen and then replay it on. How do I do that? That's like my dad. I remember my dad when he'd sit down and try and play video games. I was like, God, you're terrible. You don't even understand this thing. They just crush the poor guy. So what happens is no matter how much you try, you are going to sound on some levels like your parents, right? Coaches are much the same way. Their coaching parents are those ones that, that they worked with as a player or in their formative years. Who is Sean McVay's coaching parent? John Gruden. What is John, What was John Gruden famous for when he was in Tampa? Quarterbacks. Not getting along with quarterbacks. Riding quarterbacks. Um, always falling in and out of love with quarterbacks. All, all of those things. That's what he was, was famous for. And so what's happened to Jared Goff? He, he got caught up in a guy who's a mini Gruden. That's who he's seen and heard. And that's how he talks to people. That's how he treats people. And that's who he's become. It's really, really that simple. That's who he's become. And the shouting at each other is that's the, that's the on the surface and what's underneath the surface is I'm sure golf th- I'm sure, you know, McVeigh thinks if I had a better quarterback, I would have won a Super Bowl. My defense held Tom Brady to 14 points and I didn't score a touchdown. If I had a better quarterback last year, wouldn't have been such a disaster. If I did had a quarterback that didn't make so much money, I could have, it could have been better. And then, you know, what's on the service for Jared Goff? Jared Goff's like, look, man, this is kind of how I am. They drafted me. You guys gave me a new contract. We got to Super Bowl. Why are you on me so hard? This is how I am. This is how I carry myself. So when I read this article, I wasn't surprised by it. But it was very enlightening because it shows that McVay is Gruden. And, you know, Jared Goff is the same guy that that he was. McVay's hyper-focused drive to Goff's cooler and calm demeanor. No longer meshed, right? Have you ever met Jared Goff? He's just kind of laid back. Laid back. Goff said, unfortunately, the way it ended, it, uh, the way it ended it, it is never how you envision it. But that's the way it goes. McVay said, when you look back on the four years we did have together, there were a lot of times you can smile on. I would say there are a lot of things when I self-reflect, I wish I had done better for him in some instances. That's the classic, it's my fault, not really my fault. Let me kind of sort of take the blame. Right? I wish I had taught him better so he didn't play so poorly. That's what he's, that's what he's saying. There's a lot of things that go into it. Most importantly, it's a rare opportunity to acquire a player of Matthew Stafford's uh, caliber. Oof. Oof. This is just a marriage, one that was arranged. Because remember, McVeigh took over. Golf was already there. He was drafted by Jeff Fisher. It was an arranged marriage. And at the end of it, the fighting just spilled over into the public. It probably only happened in private before this year. And then we see it and add into the fact that you don't have a crowd. And, and there you go. And there you go. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Brandon, we asked Brandon Whedon if he, we asked Brandon Whedon if he ever saw guys yelling at each other between coaches and players in the sideline. He played in the NFL for like a decade. Take a listen. Not very often. I mean, I think the one that jumps out was Bill O'Brien and Brady going at it on the sideline, you know, years ago. Um, I, I did see a couple encounters on the sideline again with Bill O'Brien when I was in Houston. He he kind of got into it a few times, but you don't you don't see that very often. I mean, especially you know in the locker room around other players, coaches, and stuff. You you don't see it. It's pretty. Un, it's just unprecedented. It's just something that quarterbacks and head coaches or quarterbacks and you know even offensive coordinators to take it a step further. You know they kind of keep those things behind closed doors and kind of keep them under under tight wraps. We've all had heated conversations and been opinionated, but to have outbursts in front of your team, I, I can't say that. Other than one scenario, that other than that one situation, I don't think I've I've heard of a of something that has uh, has taken place like that. It kind of surprised me, especially as even killed as as Jared is, and and I know Shine's got a little fire to him, but for them to kind of to go to blows in, in front of the team, that just uh, I was kind of shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Whew, interesting stuff. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Let's welcome in John Hollinger. Of course, used to work with the Memphis Grizzlies, now writes for The Athletic. He's a senior NBA writer. He's done this for a long time, going back to the ESPN days before running the Grizzlies. And he joins us now after the trade deadline is completed. If you were to say the biggest move made today uh, is by whom? Uh, I'd say Chicago, uh, because they went from rebuilding to the rebuild is officially over and we're trying to win. That to me was, was the big shift that happened. Uh, you know, the, the prime contenders didn't really change their rosters that much. Uh, but the, I, I thought that was a pretty emphatic move by Chicago. There was the one all-star player changed team. So I'd say that one. Okay. They, they make this big move, right? To what? To what? What is the? What is the end game? Like to get in the playoffs? Okay, you get in the playoffs, but is it they just want to make the playoffs this year and then maybe add some pieces and compete next year? Like what is? Yes, I agree with you. It's a big. It's a big move. But what is the end game out of it? The end game is they're going to try to go after a point guard in free agency and then try to build around Levine, a free agent point guard, Vucevic, uh, the Patrick Williams, the fourth pick in the draft. Uh, you know, he'll be in the second season next year. I think they see that as kind of the core, and then they can fill in around that with exception money or whatever. But I, I think I think that's that's the plan that they see now. I wouldn't be shocked at all to see them go really hard after Lonzo Ball and free agency in the offseason and, and try to make it work with that crew. Why wasn't Lonzo moved today? I think New Orleans wasn't blown away. Uh, and I still, I still think they're probably better off keeping him. They're just in a really tight financial spot. Like to me, if they can trade Eric Bledsoe after the season, then it makes it a lot easier to pay Lonzo whatever his market value is. And then you're still, you're still able to pay Zion uh, a year later and you still have Ingram on the max and, and you're okay. Uh, but with Bledsoe on the books, it gets really hard, especially for a small market team. Yeah, it is, and I'm sure they said, "Hey, you want you want Lonzo? You got to take Eric Bledsoe with him, right?" I mean, that's, that's, that's... I, I, yes, I imagine they were they were a package deal in in any trade they were considering. I'm sure. John Hollinger joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I knew. I mean, there's there's a lot of weird irony there, right? I knew that the Clippers wanted a point guard, and. I knew that nobody was happy with Lou Williams and the wings going back to Atlanta last year, but to trade Lou Williams to Atlanta for Rondo, that's a very, it's almost a, it's almost too clever to be real, but it is real. Yeah, I was, I mean, Rondo has really struggled this year. I was, I was really surprised that the Hawks were able to get picks and cash for him in a trade. I thought they would have to uh, incentivize somebody to take him, especially because he's owed seven and a half million next year when he's going to be 36 years old. Uh, so that was a really interesting gamble by the Clippers. Obviously, they're betting on on playoff Rondo making an appearance. Uh, they probably think they don't need Williams 
bench scoring as much because they have Paul Leonard, or excuse me, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Marcus Morris now, um, and so they wanted something a little different from that point guard spot now. But man, that was uh, that was the one trade that really raised my eyebrows, and just in terms of something I didn't expect, and and the assets going from the Clippers to the Hawks was the opposite of what I would have expected. Yeah, no, I I, I think Rondo's washed up, and I don't think I, I, it's. I'm not sure if the Clippers got the got the memo, but the, he he looked like he was washed up at times last year. And then all of a sudden in the playoffs, he was he he was something else. It's uh, it's the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What do you make of the Lakers not doing anything? I don't think they had a lot of options. I mean, they were trying to get in on Kyle Lowry, but at the end of the day, what they had to offer just wasn't that enticing for Toronto, right? I mean, they used their future first uh, on the uh, on the Anthony Davis trade, which obviously that's an awesome trade, right? But then it makes it really hard for them to to put together another package to get a player like Kyle Lowry. I mean, it would have had to be. It would have had to have been Dennis Schroeder, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and probably like Taylor Horton Tucker as the quote-unquote asset to lure Toronto in. And I just don't think it was that compelling a package at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I would. So, okay, buyout market for the Lakers. Who do they want to get? Well, you know, an interesting name now uh, because he got traded today is Avery Bradley. Uh, you know, Houston's not going anywhere, and Bradley obviously did did a great job in the in the. Uh, regular season last year for the Lakers, and they could use another guard. So he's the name I would watch. I do think they're going to try to bring in another big, too. There's actually a, a lot of good centers who are going to be out there on the bio market. I actually don't know how much Andre Drummond helps them. Uh, he's, he's a weird fit uh, on a contending team just because he's not really a floor spacer or a rim runner. He's kind of best if you have him handle the ball and do stuff from the elbows, but you kind of want him to just get out of LeBron's way most of the time, right? So I, I don't really know how well he fits there, so that's going to be interesting if he ends up there. It will be really, it will be really. Okay, the Celtics, you go back to last night, they look like a dysfunctional mess, right? Now they go out and get Evan Fournier. Do, you, do they look like a mess because of their personnel or because guys were thought they were going to get traded? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they did come back in that game and almost win it at the end. Uh, harsh punishment for Daniel Tice, I guess, missing that three-pointer, and then he's traded the next day. But, the uh, no, I, th- I thought their second-line players weren't very good, and they really needed to upgrade that, and they did that by bringing in Fournier. Now, it's interesting, they traded Tice also to get under the luxury tax, but I do wonder if they'll be able to bring back Kelly Olynyk as a buyout guy. Uh, who got traded to Houston today as well in the in the Oladipo deal? Uh, you know he obviously started his career there, and Boston I think still still needs a big who can shoot. They don't really have that right now, and and then I think they'll be they'll be a little better off. I mean, Fournier is really going to help them. No question, no question at all. Um, the, honestly, there's like a little there's a little of. Uh... Of you know Gordon Hayward to him right like he's a he's that's a little the exact smaller. role he's going to fill yeah yes. yeah he can handle the ball he can pass it makes open shots like yeah that's that's totally what he's going to be yeah um, Miami goes against Victor Oladipo what is Victor Oladipo in 2021 like I know last year in the bubble everyone I knew who was in the league was like he didn't look right um, it's hard to tell if he's not playing up to his level because he's trying he was trying to get out of my trying to get out of Houston. Um, or he just doesn't have it anymore. Wh- what should we expect from Victor Oladipo in Miami? Yeah, I mean, he even in the games he played with Indiana this year, it wasn't 
great. Like he still has some of that it, but it's definitely not what it used to be pre-injury. And he, and he really depended on that quickness because he's not like an amazing outside shooter. So I'm, I'm really curious what he's going to be able to give Miami in, in that role and, and, and what role he fills there. I'm, you know, will they have him come off the bench, the six man maybe, or uh, certainly he can help. I mean, he defends Miami's bench uh, has not been that good this year. So he's going to be an upgrade on what they had. Uh, I'm, I'm just a little curious, like you are, how much he has left in the tank and what that means for him as a free agent this summer. Yeah, it's going to be that one's going to. OK, so now that the dust is set, we still need the, the buyout market to be completed. We've seen Blake Griffin a little bit, although we haven't seen Kevin Durant. Um, OK, where are you on the Kevin Durant and the Anthony Davis injuries and the extended time these guys have missed and kind of the, the mystery behind all this extension extended time? Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm not too worried yet. Uh, they, they're still going to have plenty of time to come back and get in a rhythm. And honestly, both these teams are, are well, especially Brooklyn is going to have a first round series that probably isn't that challenging, where he can kind of get into uh, his game that way, even even if he only has a few regular season games. What's more interesting from the Lakers' perspective is without Davis and LeBron they might really pick up some losses here and end up as like a five or six seed and end up in the first round, you know, not having home court and have to play a really good team in the West. So in the West, are the Lakers the, the favorites or are you, are, are we, because we don't know, you got Utah, you got Denver. Um, I guess you got Portland. They made a move today. Like, give me your, give me your seedings in the West, especially with all the yeah. unknowns around the Lakers. I, so I think it's really, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I I don't know if you can call the Lakers a favorite anymore. I mean, they're going to have to blast their way out of such a tough seed. And then again, it's hard when you have, when you have LeBron and Davis on these giant max deals, it's just hard to fill in the rest of the roster. And they're really running into that more this year, I think, where, where they're getting exposed a little bit on the, on those second line players that they bring in around those guys and, and behind those guys when they're out of the game. So I would almost, you know, I, I think the Clippers look really good uh, with or without Rondo. Uh, I think I think Utah has been fantastic this year. I think you have to take them totally seriously as a team that could win the West. And then Denver really upgraded themselves by getting Aaron Gordon today. So they haven't played to their potential this year, but I think Gordon's going to help them a lot in that Jeremy Grant role from a year ago. So I, I think Denver's going to be real tough too. So the Jeremy Grant role is start at the power forward, then you become the small ball five as well? Well, more of a three, four. I mean, in a playoff game, Jokic is going to play the whole game. But they got – and they got JaVale McGee, I guess, to play the other eight minutes or whatever. But between Gordon, Michael Porter, uh, Millsap, like having those big wings who can kind of alternate between three, four, who can guard big, bigger players, can guard the Kawhi Leonard's and the LeBron Jameses, I, I think that was – one of the things they were missing, and they have that now. What about Utah? Um, I, I mean, you know, they added Matt Thomas, who's just another shooter, but kind of standing pat. Like, what are people start? Uh, will will what will it take for people to buy in? I mean, I guess they just got to do it in the playoffs for people to buy in. Yeah, I mean, they went. You know, they played half of a full NBA season and went thirty and eleven with a with a huge point differential. Right? Like, there's there's nothing left for them to prove until the playoffs start, basically. Because I mean, they've shown that they can be an elite regular season team, 
Uh, obviously, tremendous shooting, and then a defensive system built around Gobert, who's been fantastic at that end. Uh, the, they're going to be a really tough out if they're healthy. The one thing I worry about with them, I mean, they really they, they go nine deep with like really good quality, and then it just drops off so hard. If you have an injury or two on that team, I think you really start feeling it. Uh, so that's the one thing I worry about a little with them. But yeah, they're I mean, they're they're tough. They they have looked fantastic this year. Great stuff as always. John, I really appreciate your hard work and your knowledge of everything going on. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on the show. That's the one and only John Hollinger who's joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show. Check out his work in the athletic. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.